What's up, everyone? Uh, I'm Turtle. Roswellville. I'm Drizzy. I'm Vibes. And uh, today we got the man, the myth, the legend himself. I actually interviewed him three years ago. I actually looked on my YouTube to pull up the video. Skits Craven. Um, dude, I'm, I'm excited about this phone call. Um, you know, I've reamped this, uh, reamped interviewing artists, and I felt like it was only right to reach out to you, too, because you were one of the first guys I interviewed. I appreciate it, man. I'm glad to be back. I respect what you guys are doing, and uh, it's an honor to be back. Thank you. No problem, man. Uh, Roswell next to me, he's been geeking out all day, so I'm going to let him ask a couple questions real quick. Heck yeah, man. What's up, Skits? What's good, bro? How you doing? Pretty good, man. I uh, I remember finding you on Facebook about five years ago, and I saw it was like a sponsored ad for your song, Magic. Um, Dude, hooked ever since. <laughs> appreciate it man magic got you hooked huh yeah magic got me hooked and then you know i started diving in deeper and then you know got the click the bell on the subscribe so every time you know post a new video and shit you know i got to keep up on my favorite artists hey my man setting an example out here so everybody needs to follow your lead on the notifications uh, yes because i try to get people to do that shit all the time because I, I can't stress enough you know YouTube's on some bullshit half the time, so you got to click that bell if you want to be notified. Exactly, man. And people don't realize that, you know, it's cool to like the video or even subscribe, but if you don't click the bell, are you really a true fan, you know? Facts, exactly. <laughs> um, so really, my one of my main questions I wanted to ask you is you got the song Magic, and, and from the get-go, when you dive in to all the music that you've created in the last few years, you know, you're very dynamic, you know, I, I don't put you into one box. Um, so as an artist, do you feel like it's important to have a song like foreign places to show to your fans? Uh, yeah. I mean, do I, I, me personally, I think it's important for my brand and my career and just what I love doing as, as a creator. Uh, do I recommend that for everybody? I would say it depends on who you are as a person. Uh, the reason that I have so many different styles is because, you know, my music is as real as it gets. Like, I translate exactly how I'm feeling in that moment, and I and I make music. You know, since, since a kid, music's been my diary. You know, that's how I express myself. So when I'm feeling happy, I'll write some, you know, up, uplifting shit. Or like a like a you know like a dope ass fun song. If I'm feeling fucking pissed off, which I normally am in a pissed off mood, I'm very bipolar. Uh, I write some fuck shit. You know what I mean? So, uh, but for me, it's it's very healthy and very important for me to express all my moods through music. So that's why you get foreign places. I was in a new relationship when I wrote that. So foreign places in that moment in time when I was writing, I was writing a lot of like more romantic shit, more you know, you know, sexual type of songs, things like that, which will be released later on, which you guys will hear. So I think it's very important. And I, and I think, you know, that's, I get a lot of fans that know me for just my horrorcore and I don't blame them because that's my bread and butter. You know, that's my favorite is, is the crazy shit. Cause I, I relate to dark, dark music. And so I get it, but I'm not always in that mood. And I try to stress to my fan base, like, yo, you guys, like sometimes I'm in a fucking happy ass mood. Sometimes I'm like, you know, smashing this chick that I'm fucking think is smoking hot and has a dope personality and I'm catching feelings. Like I'm going to, I'm going to be vocal about that in my music. So yeah, man, I think it's important. Do I say every artist should do it? I think every artist should just be true to them. And if that means being versatile with their, with their sound and their lyrics, then, then go for it. Absolutely. And re you know, really when I, the video came out, 
I played it a few times because, you know, it did catch me by surprise, but not really because, you know, you are known to, you know, come out of your, your, you know, your box of what people kind of put you into. Um, and reading the comments on the video, I mean, it was all positive. You know, I really feel like people appreciated that. I know I did as a fan. Um, so I thank you for that, man, for real. Oh, thank you. I appreciate the compliment, man. I wish everybody was pleased with it, but you should see my DMs. If you think everybody was happy with it, I had a lot of people that weren't happy. With uh, it. And, 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 but you get that, man, and I expect that. And, you know, I just hope someday those those fans that only want me to talk about split people's throats, I hope they understand me a little bit more throughout the years and realize that I'm not always angry. You know, sometimes I am vulnerable. Sometimes I am feeling a different type of way, so. Absolutely. And as an artist myself, I definitely understand about writing music to how you're feeling that day, that week, fuck that month. You know what I mean? Um, especially being in a new relationship, I can definitely uh, see, you know, making some sexual songs, which I like, you know, I like the freaky shit. So, <laughs> oh, man. Um, really, my next question before I pass it off is in all the videos, we get the iconic mask. Yes. And everybody knows or should know what I'm talking about. So can you kind of give us the origins on that? Uh, so you're going to hate me, but I'm actually going to be dropping the origins through an interview I did years ago. I never released this interview because of audio issues. and I just couldn't get past the audio. It was horrible. The, the audio they set me up with was fucking horrible. And this was like two years ago. Um, but I explained the entire thing about the mask, you know, how it was born and everything. And, and that is actually going to be released this October. So uh, as much as I would love to give you, I can maybe give you a little hint here and there, but as far as the whole explanation, I'm going to pass on that right now. So I'm going to be dropping that exclusively on my YouTube channel this October before Halloween. So. Yeah, then, then no hints at all. Just just save it for that, man. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, I clicked the bell, so I'll be seeing it when it pops up. <laughs> awesome. then you'll definitely see it, bro. Hell yeah, Skits. All right, man, it's good talking to you. I'll pass it off. Well, man. All right, so basically, man, um, you know, I found you three years ago from That Is All, and um, I've I've watched you grow. Like I've, I'm I'm one of those people, you know, I, being a person who likes to interview artists, likes likes to talk to them and whatnot. I like to watch their personal growth as an artist with their fan base, everything, and the amount of success I've seen you, you know, achieve. In just a short three years is hard to reach. Like it's, you know what I mean. It's it's not easily achievable. Um, what do you what do you feel contributes to that a little bit? Uh, first, I appreciate the, the compliment, man. Although it may seem like quick, those three years, these last three years, you know, haven't been moving quick for me. You know, I I I, you know, I feel like I don't know. I, I feel like I've been doing this for fucking twenty years, so. Uh, but yeah, man, I appreciate it. Um, I think, I think what helps is just, I keep saying it, but just being real and being true to your fan base, you gotta, people want, people listen to music a lot of the times, maybe not everybody, but people listen to music because they, they relate to it. They find their favorite artist or their favorite character in a movie because they relate to that person. And I think a lot of people go through on a daily basis, the same shit I go through and the same shit I've been going through my entire life I just don't think a lot of artists have the balls to talk about it and I think I've always been very open I, I don't I'm an open book I don't hide shit I'm very open about my drug addiction back in the day my you know 
in and out of institutions, you know, prescription meds. I'm, I'm open about everything that a lot of people probably would shy away from telling the public. And I think a lot of people need to hear that. And I think a lot of people want to hear that because they want to feel like they're not the only ones dealing with this shit. So for me, I, I think a lot of the success that I've had has to do with just being real and, and speaking my story through my music and giving people an outlet. And I think that's it, man. Also, uh, also staying consistent. I mean, there's, I'd never go longer than I can't, I don't know the longest I've gone without dropping something, but I'm pretty consistent. Like right now we're dropping a new single and video every two to four weeks. You know, if I'm not doing that after every album or every project, I, I do new music Mondays, you know, and I do that for a few months. So I'm always trying to stay consistent with dropping music. Um, so I think that's huge. You got to stay relevant. So I think it's a combination of both those things. And, uh, I've also, you know, I've been listening to I've been listening to different all day, um, just streaming it over and over again, and uh, I'm, the video is so well put together, but it's so different too at the same time. Um, I don't know how to explain it. It looks like it's it looks like four different movies, but it, lo- it looks like they're all meant to be together too at the same time. I don't know how to explain that, but uh, was was that your idea to put those scenes together like that? Absolutely, man. So the, so the, what's behind different is what I gotta, you know, I ask myself, what is sparking? Why do I, why am I writing the song different? Well, my whole life I've been treated as if I was different, whether that's good or bad, you know, I was always treated different because I was musically inclined, right? I used to play the piano. I was always doing, you know, Michael Jackson dances and I was little and stuff. So I got a lot of, you know, family members say, oh, he's different. He's, he's going to do something someday with that. But then on the other spectrum, I was looked at as different in a negative way my whole life by my peers, classmates, teachers, and also family members when I started going through my mental health issues. And I was always looked at as just the weirdo or the fucking odd man out. And and, and so I feel like that's, you know, the, the main reason for making that song is I wanted to, you know, make a tribute to it's okay to be different. Well, when I'm creating a song like that, I want the video. What what do I want the video to be? I want it to be different. Um, so the reason you hit it right on the head, you said it looks like four different movies. The reason I wanted to do that, bro, is because I wanted to really bring out the schizophrenia and bipolarness in the brain. And I wanted to put it in visuals. So the reason you see so many different looks and so many different sceneries going on is because that's supposed to represent the schizophrenia inside the brain and all the different things going on with that. Um, so that's cool that you noticed that. I appreciate, you know, your insight and stuff on that too. So No, I appreciate that. I mean it's it, it definitely drew me in and I just I could not I kept it kept refreshing, kept rewatching it over and over again because it, it was it was attention grabbing, you know. That fucking clown. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> his, his, his name's Gilly, man. He's, he's dope as fuck. He's actually a real clown. Like he came he like lives his life as a clown. It's fucking hilarious. And his name's Gilly. Gilly, yeah. Shouts out to Gilly, man. Yeah, the clown yeah, was no. cool, but I'm partial to the dismembered foot. You know, you like that it? Was, yeah, that was it for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when you record, um, do you do you as you're recording? Do you kind of plan out your music videos as you do it? Like as you're writing it, you're thinking, man, this is gonna be dope if I do something like this for a video. Or does it come after the fact when you're sitting down just listening to the music, spacing out, just, you know, hitting it from that angle? Video always comes after the song's made. I never go into it thinking of a video. You know, it's funny, the only song that I went into 
into this booth with the video in mind was one time and it was actually uh, my song Billy off the Hollow album but I never ended up making the video for it so it's kind of ironic but I always uh, I always the, the song comes first because that's that's the main thing and then if I feel like the song's the song has to be one of my favorites, right? So it really has to relate to me. And also I got to feel like it's a dope song. I'm not, you know, I feel like all my music still, but we all have, you know, our favorites and ones we think are stronger and we'll uh, get better responses with the audience and stuff. So I kind of plan it strategically with that as well. But always the song comes first. Cause if I make, if I have a video in my, for a song and I record the song and it just doesn't come out and doesn't be created the way I've had planned in my head, then it fucks the video up. So I never, I never do it that way. I always do song first, and then afterwards, I, I I put concepts together and ideas. And if it becomes a full video, then we make it happen. But okay, what uh, what about directors? Uh, do you normally use the same ones? Yeah, so I might. I am the director, so I I do everything. I I do everything except hold the camera. So I use amusement productions. They're my my boys and my brothers. I've there's two of them, and I've used them since the jump they were they've there's every footage that you've ever seen filmed whether it's a show footage from back in 2015 or a music video they have done every camera work you've ever seen they've been with me from the jump we both started together i was with them when they bought their first camera you know they and and, and to see how far they've came you know with their editing and, and their and their just camera skills and the camera work is is insane you know they're they're so dope and i will never use anybody else besides them um, but when it comes to creative ideas, directing angles, uh, I, that's, that's mainly me. I mean, that's all me. I'll, I'll take input, obviously, you know, sometimes I'll be like, Oh, we should do an angle like, uh, above your head to the left. Look, I think that'd be cool. And I'm, I'm always like, Oh yeah, let's try it. But I usually come to them with the entire treatment and, uh, you know, they'll add little ideas here and there, but you know, I'm, I'm pretty OCD about having full control over every little detail. So. And they put up with me for it, so I, I gotta commend them for that. But, uh, they're dope, man. Do uh, did you did you go to like a film school or anything for that? Because I mean, you know, all all your shits on point with angles. Um, you know what I mean, like the directions that you're facing and everything. It it, I I can't say that it looks like you're maximizing it, but everything looks maximized when it comes to you know the scenery and everything else like that. Every angle that you do hit, it just looks like it's meant to be. Appreciate that, man. No, I'm a, I'm an amateur, my man. I have no film school experience. You know, I, I do want to direct someday. That's a passion of mine. So once, you know, I do want to get into the film industry. That is a goal. Um, and uh, I've even thought about going to film school. You know, just to do a couple courses and stuff like that. But uh, I just don't have time for that right now. So it's, it's it would be tough. But I uh, yeah I I I'm a no, no school for me. So I just <laughs> kind of learn, learn as I go, and I put my ideas that I have in my head, and I try to put them, you know, in real life, and you know, make it happen. But appreciate the compliment. Well, well to us, you're a young Quentin Tarantino, so we appreciate no. you. <laughs> I don't know about all that, but I appreciate it, man. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, you know, I was thinking about this too when I was um, earlier driving here to the podcast. What was it like with the DJ Vlad interview? I mean, that had to have got you a lot of new followers, correct? Yeah, man. Vlad's dope. Uh, that was a cool opportunity that I had to, you know, let new listeners learn about me and the, the who I am as a person. Um, yeah, I, I definitely got 
Um, I don't know for a fact. I don't know what, what, what fan comes from where unless they tell me in a message like, hey, I came from this interview. Um, but Vlad was dope. Actually, the interview that really got me a lot of new listeners was uh, the I did an interview. Uh, what's his name? DJ Smalls, his name is. And I did like an hour-long interview. It was actually my first like full interview I've done. And I just opened up about everything. Like he kept asking me these questions. So I just went on and that really, I think, caught a lot of people's attention. And a lot of people were able to relate to my story. And I think that brought them to my music as well. But Vlad definitely helped. I mean, it's, anytime you're in front of a huge audience like that, you know, it's always an opportunity to gain more fans. So, yeah. And, and DJ Smalls, he's the one with, he's got the big beard, right? Yeah, yeah. He's got a big beard. Small little dude, but. Yeah, yeah, beard, yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to check that interview out. Um, so, like, when you do those interviews, do you notice, like, a, a big jump in, like, your streaming numbers and plays on YouTube and all that? Uh, no, no, no. I mean, no, I, I, I don't. Uh, I mean, maybe I haven't noticed, but I interviews are more of a it's just more of like a cherry on top to your content. I think it's just a way for more people to get to know you besides, you know, doing live videos on my own platforms. I think it's a good way for other people to see you in a professional setting, telling your story. And I, I think it's good that way. That's why I don't mind doing them as far as like I don't do them to gain fans. I mean, that's always a bonus, but I don't I, I feel like, you know, if you're just banking off that, I don't, I don't Almost more just you. naturally. Yeah. I'm with you. What has it been like being an artist in the midst of COVID? Um, I know that you were, you were, you do shows and whatnot. Um, has it been a little bit rough for you? Yeah, uh, rough isn't, no, I, so it's funny. It's like COVID, I've, I've been the best year of my career as far as like business-wise goes because, I mean, streams people are constantly streaming music and shit so it's not like i couldn't go to work you know my work is my music so it's like i was able to you know keep doing my thing all year thank 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 god but um as the only thing that that it impacted like you said was shows you know i was supposed to do my first headline tour spring of 2020 and we were all set to go and then covid hit and then we had to cancel and you know a lot of artists did obviously but that would be the only thing I would say has been shitty about um, COVID affecting my career is just not being able to perform and do my tours. Um, but that's every artist. So can't really complain. Everybody's in the same boat, but yeah, man, it, it's funny. It's not funny. It's fucked, but I was supposed to do another headline tour with another artist. We we're actually going to co-headline. Um, and that, that was supposed to be, coming up this October, well, now there's Delta variant shit and all this stuff going on. The venues are backing out and a lot of things are going on. So we decided just not even do that. And I was like three weeks away from announcing it too, which sucks. So yeah, it's just a roller coaster ride when it comes to this tour shit. But um, I'm hoping sooner than later we can just, just do it. Cause I'm, I want to get on the road and meet everybody, man. This is fucking driving me nuts. Could you tell us that artist's name that you're going to co-headline with? Uh, no, because I'm not going to put it finalized on there, but you guys definitely know who he is. Um, but there's contracts and shit, NDAs and stuff. So I'm not going to say it, but if it happens, you guys will be the first to know. Absolutely. Well, um, if you do ever come to KC or any general area around here, hit us up or well, I guess we'll hit you up, but barbecue on us, man, for sure. Oh, absolutely. 
Let's go. I know you said that. Sh- I think you said that yep. last time, and I still haven't taken you up on that. Cause I'm a sucker for barbecue, bro. So, dude, I'm I'm trying to get my you trying to get my panties off. <laughs> I'll I'll bring you I'll bring you a barbecue sandwich from each of the top five places in Kansas City, man. Just so you can try them all. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Now, okay, you're spoiling me, bro. I'm in. I fucking love barbecue, dog. Hell yeah. I'm gonna do one better. We're not gonna bring you the sandwich. We're gonna take you to each five fucking places. <laughs> oh, let's go. Are you paying too? Uh, we're paying too we, because we if, got you. If Turtle said this oh, three years man. ago, and now we're saying it again, we got to double up. So. Yeah, for sure. Let's, let's go. Free food and barbecue. Oh, damn. Man. <laughs> <laughs> well, that. <laughs> That that should be it, man. I, I really appreciate your time. Um, it was great touching base with you. You know, after it's been three years, so um, you know, I appreciate you calling back in for sure. I appreciate you. You know, you guys have been loyal as fuck. I appreciate that as well. So anytime, man, it's a it's an honor. <laughs>